Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. One Manchester, only chance in my team like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team, like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team, like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger. Uh, apologies to those of you who are expecting Stevie, but it's me, Morale, this week. I hope that's all right with you. Uh, we're recording a little bit earlier uh, today because it's Bank Holiday Monday and, and, and guys want to go to the carnival. Um, not me, though. Uh, I, I'll still be here. But uh, before we start, let me go around and introduce this week's panel. Michael, it's been a minute. More than, more than. It's good to be back, though, man. I'm recording this from Scotland, so yeah, you can't put that carnival allegation on me. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're setting the comedy world alight, so um, we support you very much, brother. So yeah, I'm glad to have you on this week. Good stuff. Uh, Elijah, how you doing, mate? I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. Yeah, yeah. You hate the kid still? 
Bro, have you seen that he's flying to London for <laughs> yeah. Van der Beek's wedding? <laughs> you got the notifications <laughs> on, bro. Go the London offices and sign a contract yeah. and we keep it moving. Nah, uh, nah, 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 nah. Hey, you got the nah. notifications set on because that happened like one minute ago, bro. Frankie Dion Young related is coming straight through to you. Yeah, Any, anything uh, Frankie Dion related, he's got notifications on his yeah, phone and. You can hear that uh, familiar voice there, Rodney. We say Rodney. Right, is that the intro I get now? Familiar voice, no longer the intro. Oh, Rodney, playing first time in months. Good time. Yeah, so, so, so what do you? So what do you want? Do you want to be seen as a reliable regular team member, or do you want to be a Michael? Which one is it? Hey, <laughs> hey. hey. I'm not really sure about that. I like to keep. I like to keep my hair. So. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Before we get into the usual, got to do the usual and plug the social. So if you're not following us on the Twitter, that's TLF underscore Mugger. Um, Give that a follow. We're tweeting more from that account now. People use it to launch agendas as well. So that's always a good thing to keep an eye out for. And we've got a busy week this week. So we've obviously got Leicester midweek and we'll do a post-game Patreon reaction. I know how much you guys used to love those. So we'll put the team together to do that um and then we've got our live show on the 4th of september tickets are sold out there is potentially space at the venue but if you're coming on the day it's at your own peril there can be no guarantee that there will be space for you at the venue um we we were begging you to buy tickets and they went so quickly so if you end up missing it don't worry there'll be more live shows in the future for sure um with that being said let's get into the business of why we're all here today manchester united football club Elijah, uh, a 1-0 against Southampton in the early kickoff on Saturday after the, the late game of the week on the Monday. Talk to us. That was a terrible game of football, man. <laughs> that was an awful game of football. I can't even lie. Like, yeah, man, that was just really bad. Like, apart from the multiple chances we had in one with Ericsson, Bruno, Alanga, and then Bruno's goal, that was just a really bad game of football. Like, we weren't good. But... We're come where like the standards were set so low that the fact of matter was usually if that was probably before Monday, we probably lose that game like three 0 or something like Agreed. that. So um that's a positive that when no longer we we look like a mid table side at least rather than a relegation side. Um but yeah, I it was bad to watch. Like the build up was poor. Build up was poor again, but because like Southampton sat back a bit. Um yeah, the attack, I mean Elanga was back. What I was I, I say back to his usual self, but then I, I actually re-watched the comp of his form since Liverpool, and he was actually not that good. He what he just doesn't really do footballing things well. <laughs> he runs well. That's about it. But in yeah. terms of things involving the ball, it's not his strong suit at all, man. Yes, yeah, Sancho was on the left and he didn't look and he looked worse than he usually does. He was, yeah, he just didn't look good. Rashford forgot the, the boy was was playing for the whole game. I mean, that guy's just not a strike anymore. Like, pe- mm. people really need to give that up. Like, it's like, yeah. the thing is, he has good link play, but it's more than that. It's, it's more it's more than that to be a central figure. And the fact of the matter is, even Martial now looks more like a striker. Like, even now when he plays wide, he looks like a striker playing out wide. Mm. 
Um, so, I guess in that, I don't want to get to the minutia, but I can't help but ask a question off the back of that. The striker thing tends to work a bit better when it's against bigger teams. There's a bit more space in behind. Yeah. People can play balls that he can run onto. He can run the channels. You know how much he loves to run. Um, <laughs> he isn't looking so good wide either. Is he potentially in a place where he's struggling to find his best? What do you think his best position is? It's still left wing, but yeah, he's just playing shit at the moment. It's 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 kind of like that thing Marshall went through where if he played on the left, he had some strengths there, but there was weaknesses. And then if even if he played up front, it was the same thing. Like he's in this middle ground where he's there's like, there's no longer set thing. Like before, when he was in form, everyone knew left wing was his best bet. Yeah. And then even even versus Liverpool. He played well up, up up front, but he played he looked much better when he went to the left wing as well. So yeah. I still think he's a left winger, but yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I can't. The thing is, as much as they weren't good, I find it really hard to blame the attackers because we cannot play football through the thirds, and, mm. and it, it's bonkers. Like it's genuinely bonkers to me. Like that we It's so hard. It's so hard to watch the team try and build up. Um, and maintain possession. Um, it's really, really bad to watch. And this is the thing: when you're those attackers, you, the game you have and the amount of the ball you get is very much dependent on what's happening in the first two phases. So where they're barely getting the ball, it's, it's hard to get onto them. And it's like maybe they get the ball twice, and then you're like, oh, well, when you did get the ball, you didn't do anything with it. And it's like, hold on, let's say you get the ball two times, and generally your success rate is 30 to 50% anyway. Out of two occasions, you're either going to get one of them right, or you're not going to do anything. Um, these guys need to be seeing the, the ball 10, 20 times in 90 minutes in positions where they potentially can impact the game. And we're not doing anything anywhere near enough for them in that regard. Um, but yeah, sorry, keep going. Um, but yeah, like, uh, Bruno was fucking awful, man, for fuck's sake, man. Like that was just so fucking horrendous. Like, and like the the worst thing about Bruno is is that is that you take a risk crit criticizing him because yet he, he always has the potential to like make you look dumb. But I'm not dumb. I don't care if he scored. It was an yeah. incre incredible finish as well. I can't lie to you. Yeah. Like, like the the, the build up was actually really good between Alanga, Sancho, the the Dallo. For some reason, learned how how to cross fight finally. And the Crazy. finish from Bruno was incredible. But brother, you can't... The amount of things you messed up in 90 minutes. The no. thing, every, every time he messes something up, that's a potential. I don't know what... Is there an X? You know, X, G, X, A? X yeah. potential. His X potential must be brother. so low. So, so low. The amount of times the ball gets to him and it stops anything else happening for us is ridiculous. And for me, he's a Maguire-level impediment to the team where... Just taking him out and replacing him with a player that is average, and maybe they don't score the goal he scored, but when the ball gets to them, that X potential is maybe 0.5 or whatever number you want to put on it, means that the team is able to get into a lot more threatening positions. Um, that goal doesn't justify his other 94 minutes and 55 seconds, man. And like, I just don't get, I don't get how people think that. The thing is, yeah. I can take a certain level of bullshit if you're going to contribute in terms of end pro production. I'm fine with that. I, I get it. Bru Bru Bruno's not even near to that mark. It's not even near. Like, people talk about L Lukaku, yeah, with his, like, 
poor touch and his poor hold up play. Lukaku is much closer to that mark, and he, and even him, he gets criticism for that. So I have no idea how people can look at Bruno and say, "Ah, oh, he scored the goal." It's just that is shocking. Like that was a shocking performance from him, and yeah. it's it's so frustrating to watch. But now because now. He's run, running around again. He has the captaincy and he scored the goal. You said, yeah, good performance. Even against Liverpool, on the ball, he was shit. Really, yeah. really shit. But the thing is, I've seen an improvement on is that even during, even the one preseason game I watched versus Aston Villa, he was actually really good off the ball in terms of pressing and winning it back. And he's been much better at that this season. He's not making as many idiotic decisions in that regard. Mm. But brother, you are not a defensive midfielder. You can't be getting by on winning back the ball, like, and then just doing fucking bullshit and then turn up with a... That's... Brother, that... Oh, it's not so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, he has to come out. Let me let me go across to the other guy. Michael, obviously, you haven't been on the pod for a while. Um, mm. so I don't know how much, of the, how much of this period you've been engaged in. So, if you're all you're in, you can let us know if you're all in. Yeah, if you let if you let me know if you're all in on the Ten Hag train, um, and yeah, what were your general thoughts about um, not just Saturday's game, but how the season started for us? Yeah, I think I'm all in with Ten Hag. Like, obviously, it was a protracted time picking a manager. Obviously, there was a lot of talk even way before should we have gone in for Conte, should we not? Poch or not? Then Ten Hag, and I think this it feels like it's a it's a managerial sign in that. They're going to back him. And obviously, we've seen with the transfer window, I know we're going to get onto it, that they're really going to say, you know what? This is your team. You can have your print on it. If you want to go to Holland to pick some players that you kind of like, we're going to do that for him. And he's got a philosophy and a style. Obviously, the first few games, he tried to, you know, enforce that style, you know, playing out from the back and stuff like that. And he he, he realised that these players, they've got the the facilities for that big man. They ain't got the facilities for that. Obviously, letting in some easy, easy goals, man. Like, elementary, when you're, when you're a goal kick and you're conceded, you know you fucked up. Um, so, obviously, he's clearly changed tact. And I see, particularly in Southampton, a lot of long balls. Getting the ball to Martinez of Iran. Long ball, long ball, long ball, which you don't really want to see from Man United. But I think he's been practical with what he has. Until he's got uh, good enough players to play the way he would ideally like to play, he's probably going to adapt, which... It's good. I, I think a manager should adapt to the circumstances. You can't be philosophy. You can't be Van Gaal philosophy, philosophy, philosophy. You got to be a yeah. bit pragmatic as well. Um, so I'll be up with him, and I think we've we've chopped and changed so many managers since Alex retired. So I just think you've got to give a guy a long time. Not even don't like you hope top four this season, but you know if he gets fifth and he's clearly moving in the right direction with the team, the performances, how we're playing, then so be it. You know what I mean. Instead of putting these arbitrary sort of things that we sort of need right now, let's let him sort of work with it. In terms of the game, I agree with Elijah. It was a very, very, very tough game to watch, man. Like, first half, we did absolutely nothing. We were only good for the five, ten minute period after the second half. You saw Alanga trying to make some in like direct run, diagonal runs inside, and that caused a bit of problems for their fullbacks, uh, like Gineppo and whatnot. So, um, but we were, we were poor, and obviously, it was a good finish by Bruno, but. Very absent. The only midfielder that was trying to do things was Ericsson. McTominay was man-marking uh, their st- Che Adams on our build-up. Uh, Bruno, too, the gaps between him and uh, Ericsson and McTominay were too far in the build-up. Ericsson played some nice passes. And sometimes when Ericsson would go beyond the ball, that's when we like making those triangles. That's when we'll look at that will be threatening. But obviously, Ericsson ain't got the 
boy, I don't know if he's got the lungs like that to do that for a whole 90 minutes. So that's where we're sort of missing that sort of dynamism in midfield. And that's probably why he's really keen on Frankie Dion. But is that going to happen? Definitely, probably most likely not now. Um, but we definitely need some dynamism, dynamism in midfield. Obviously, brought Casemiro on. And he played that one pass through the lines on the first... On the yeah. First. <laughs> yeah, lovely. I was screaming. I said, yo, one time. No endorphins. It's endorphins. The thing about Casemiro is that he's not a ball-playing DM like that, but mm. uh, there's a level of competency in terms of his execution, and you know what you're going to be getting once he gets up to speed with things. Um, so I don't mm. know if the plan is to give him maybe half an hour against Leicester and then you get the full Casemiro experience against Arsenal or he starts against Leicester with, uh, so he can get a taster ahead of Arsenal. Um, but yeah, it was just nice to have him in there. And obviously the hope is that that relegates Scott McTominay to the to the bench now. Um, but I think McTominay will still get a decent amount of playing time this season. And depending on the opposition, Ten Hag will rotate him and Fred and Ericsson. I think... If Ten Hag is watching the same way we watch and he has the standards that we're expected to believe that he has and the way that he's dropped um, Maguire, I don't think Bruno's long for this team. He can't continue to play the way he's playing and Ten Hag not realise that, hold on, so this team is struggling to build up, we're struggling to maintain possession. Um, who are the players who are struggling and are unable to help us? And Bruno's top of that list for me. Um and I think, like with previous managers, um, because he has those moments and because at the end of the day, philosophy, like you say, philosophy, 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 you still need to win football matches. He gets to be on the pitch because, you know, for 90 minutes, you're not going to not gonna do anything right. But then you'll have a minute or a second where you execute something that wins us the game or wins us a point. Um, but where the overall strength of the team you're hoping starts to improve we don't need to be so desperate as to keep him on the pitch. Um, Rodney, I know you didn't watch the game on on, on Saturday, um, mm. but I'm sure you would have kind of caught, you would have caught highlights and obviously you watched the, the previous game against uh, Liverpool, uh, which we had a pod straight after. Um, I caught zero highlights. Fine. How you, how you feeling about, how are you feeling about the, the, the general mood around the team right now? After, well, I go as far as after Liverpool, I didn't see the performance you guys are speaking about. So I'm guessing this, they're in high spirits. Uh, as for the actual team that we're looking at and playing for the rest of the season when the window shuts, it's not great, man. It's not great. I think the Casemiro sign-in gives him options. Mm-hmm. I felt we should have closed the Frankie de Jong door what end of June, in my opinion. And then he should have tweaked it a little bit and maybe signed Casemiro earlier, but obviously maybe he wasn't available. But now that he has Casemiro, he's got a lot more options other than McTominay. Maybe we go with the Brazilian pivot in Fred. So we've got a few options in midfield. They're not great. They're not great. They're probably as bad as the options we've got up top at the minute. Those are the, That's not great either. I think we're looking at a horrible season, to be honest with you. The team does not look good. Where are the goals coming from? Mm. Uh, I, I watched Rashford uh, against Liverpool and I thought, mm, yeah, that's a performance you can kick on from. But obviously there's there's a few, there's a context there. He's gone back up front and then he's going to move back to left. He needs a nice little stint at left and see what he can do under this new manager. But there's so many issues in, in the squad that two years ago you'd never thought would be an issue, signing Sancho and him being absolutely shocking. 
Rashford and Martial just not being able to get to the level that they need to be. Martial's fitness as well. Like now we're needing to look at a striker, especially if Christian um, Ronaldo goes. So ah, oh, the mood at the moment. The Liverpool game was great. Thank you yeah. for that. But the mood at thank the moment. You, thank you for that, brother. Yeah, shake yeah, hands. Yeah. I'll take that. But uh, the mood at that that team. I've seen people. Obviously, I posted a few. Um, 11 starting 11s that people have built on um Twitter. Get the um, people going, yeah. Yeah, the thing is that <laughs> to get the people going, they think, yeah, fourth, that's no chance, no chance. I reckon, yeah, with the team we have right now, I think we'll be glad with top eight and a few top performances through, uh, against the big boys and some patterns of play, which we are what well, which I am yet to see. I've not watched too many games. I've watched highlights on the first two games and I watched Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool, I didn't expect to see tactical masterclass in that sense but yeah give us a few um coaching sessions during the game that we can get behind even if we're like we don't even care even if we lose those games like we did it under ralph yeah he's coaching for me like we don't need to win those games just yeah, give I'm, us I'm, I'm, we're, we're not we're not we're not we're not a touchy group at this yeah, moment yeah, yeah, we don't give it anywhere. We'll take a hypothetical, we'll take a moral victory at this point. Yeah, I'll take um, anything. I'll take those little Anthony flicks and that little shit round the circle thing he does. Just give me something, man. I'll buy into it. Mm, I guess what I'm seeing, which I love, is the passion. The passion. So yeah, they were they were going for it against Liverpool. Every clearance, high fiving each other, fist bumps, come mm. on, lads. Yeah. Um, and you're seeing that again. Um in the game against Southampton, you had to grit out, like Elijah said, before Monday, that's probably a game we end up losing 3-0. Like, somebody makes some sort of mistake, the ball goes in, and then the team just absolutely crumbles. So, yeah. if, like you said, what you mentioned about performances, etc., that comes in, as well as a shift in mentality of the players and the that's energy enough, around yeah. the club, that, to me, and we finish, I think, sixth is where we should be aiming for, um, mm. and we finish sixth. That, to me, is a successful season. They will then need to back him again in the summer with additional signings. What we need to not happen and what we're going to go on to discuss now um, is rather than him coming to them and saying, get me this player and this is the one I want and us being hamstrung and basically having to go out and spend way above the odds of what said player is worth, they're able to throughout the season discuss what profiles of players are you looking for. I'm looking for a perpetual motion ball winning midfielder. I'm looking for a guy who's a a one-on-one Exactly. I'm looking for a one-on-one specialist, etc., etc. And they're able to go out and scout for these players and come to him with a list of potential options. This is the first option, second option. So, and then we're able to go in and effectively re um, reinforce the squad. I think that's how we want to go about things this season. That, for me, would be a successful season. Um, I'm tempering my expectations in that regard. You'll know, Rodney, back end of last season, I was like, top four, 70 yeah. points. If you can't get back four with this team, what's the honour? What's the honour? I'm not accepting that. And then reality kicked in, you know? Uh, like he's, he's, these players aren't particularly good and there's there's a lack of quality in the team. And aside from that, just the mentality at the club and in the team just needs a mm. whole 180. There needs to be a cultural yep. uh, reset, which he's really trying to instill. And you'd imagine somebody like Casemiro, once he starts speaking English, um, will be able to <laughs> have a have an influence in that regard yeah. too. Um, so let's talk about some of the, the comings and goings which are around the club. So obviously, if, unless you're living under a rock, we're signing this Anthony kid from uh, Ajax. It's looking like 100 million euros all in. Um, suddenly we're talking in euros in England, which is great. You know, the game is the game, as they say. Um, what's, what's the mood? 
What's the feeling in the camp around this signing? <laughs> doesn't bring it's nothing really. It doesn't I've watched obviously I've not I've watched him in a few Champions League games and I've uh, watched a few comps. He doesn't bring me the the biggest joy and I'm not excited to see him and I won't say oh this is a signing that's gonna transform us, which is crazy to say at a hundred million euros. Yeah, I'm just if he if he if he performs great, but it's not, I don't know, man. He's not, you know, like when you spend a hundred million, you're thinking, mm, yeah, I'm getting something here. But yeah, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm not going to go as far as to say he's shit or he's rubbish or he's, uh, I'm going to give him a chance, see what he can do. I haven't set a number on him yet because I haven't really watched him. I'm going to give him a few games and then probably see, I want this much from him. But yeah, it's not a sign in that I'm, I'm thrilled with. It's not a sign in that I'm thinking. I was more excited with Casemiro, who's a DM. Than a hundred million pound winger, that is in like I don't know if it's United or it's the game or it's the market we're in, but how can I be more excited with a DM that costs I don't know 60, 70 million than a hundred million pound striker? I mean winger, it's mental. But we are where we are. I'll give him a chance. Because you know that feeling when um, a girl gives you a hug. But then she also takes some money out of your back pocket. Yeah. That's how, how it feels with this signing of uh, Anthony. Yeah. Yes, we've got an, an attack, and yes, we've reinforced the forward line. But like somebody, if it Reams mentioned in the Mugga chat, um, at fifty million, I'd feel like this was a bump. So to play double that, it, I can't help but feel really crappy about it. But what I've what I've ex- gone down the route of accepting is basically this is who Ten Hag wants, and his fate to me and inexplicably tied to this you if he ends up being a successful player who's a positive value adder for the team i'm cool with that i'll accept that he's we've overpaid but he's a player who's helped make the team better help get us closer to achieving our goals fine if he comes in and he ends up being a dud heads will have to roll for me um yeah definitely what are you saying elijah we oh i don't i don't get it man look the thing is yeah i've watched like the the few times I've watched Ajax, I don't notice the. I, I find I find it so weird. Like I watch I watch him in Champions League and I don't notice his playing, and then I see his comps and I'm like, yeah, that's all very well and good, but I'm like, there's, there's something about him that doesn't co- that doesn't correlate to me. And I like, it's it's like he he's he's obviously decent. Like he's not he's not a bad player. He's like like. We'll, when I actually speak about him, I, I'm obviously over-exaggerated, but I don't get the obsession with him. Like, even this whole left-footed right-winger thing, I don't get this obsession with it because even the way we're playing, our fullbacks aren't even overlapping like that. So where's the width going to come from if if you have a, a right-footed left-winger and then a left-footed right-winger and then and then our fullbacks aren't going down, down, down the wing like that? But, I mean, he's good. It's weird because in the air division he shoots a lot as well, but he doesn't score that many goals, which tells me that he must be picking some horrible shoot shooting options. And I don't need more of that. I don't need more of that. So give me more of that. Give me more of that. No, 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 no. Because is that, is have, that, is that knockable shit? Give me more of that. We have Bruno and Rashford. Please, 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 please. that. The, the, that that whole free behind the striker just doing non-knockables for, for the whole game. Allow it, man. Nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> but he's decent. Um, I think people 
are overdoing it with the pace thing as well in terms of like it's both extremes that like, he's either really slow or he's really he's, he's much faster no because i saw sancho in the in the Bundesliga breeze past people, he he, he comes here, he, he can bet he can barely create separation for a cross against James Ward Prowse. So I mean, I need to see him in the prem first, but I don't think he's that fast. I think he's a bit predictable as well. He's very left-footed, and if you're if you're predictable, you have to be excellent and very sharp. And I don't see that with him. Um, but yeah, and yeah, I I don't see much goal per potential. In him as well um yeah man we'll just have to see um yeah we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see um i'm uh, the, the price is bonkers but that's that's what we have to pay for chasing that fucking area new d young for two months this is yeah this is what this is what killed me um they want it kind of anthony was like a player who'd been mentioned from the start of the summer too but Part of the reason why they're putting such a tax on it is like the three three days left in the window. We can't necessarily get a replacement in this time. So for you derailing our season, you're gonna to have to pay a price for that. And it's like he's not that level of talent for us to be willing to pay that tax. But because the club is not able to come to Ten Hag with other options, um, they just have to give him what he wants. They want the manager on side, they want to give the team a chance to be successful, and the target internally will be Champions League because we need the money. We need the Champions League revenue. So um, they've spent $100 million on a player that's probably not worth half of that um, to try and then get back into Champions League to earn $50 million to cover the... Yeah. The maths is... Yeah. The maths is mapping. The maths is mapping. Because they're players like, obviously, Wolves, like Pedro Neto. Then you even look at Chelsea. Like, even... They've got wide players that they don't even need that surplus you know i'm not saying we should obviously be going for those sort of things but you've got people like pulisic uh hudson adoy Zierk. i'm mm. not saying i'm just saying those players you can have for a fraction of the price you're paying for anthony and probably get them alone on a decent deal because they're surplus why mm-hmm. clearly they've got tunnel vision and they've gone all in for the anthony guy he must be ten hag must have seen something in training with him because the way they pursue yeah, this I guy there must be something we've not seen there must be some familiarity. Familiarity must play a part, and it's a player who immediately already knows what Ten Hag wants from him. So it's kind of like you come in, and I just want you to do what we're thinking about for however many years they work together. Uh, Ajax. Mm-hmm. So there's a comfort. There's a comfort in that familiarity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're looking at Leeds getting Sinistera across for 21 million. Um, How much did Rafinha go for? Rafinha went for 50. Um, you're watching players who are, but he only wanted Barca, so it's not like we could have grabbed him. Um, but you're you're watching these players go across, and it's like, really, Anthony. I think we could have grabbed Rafinha when we looked at Sancho, no? Yeah, yeah. Then we could have. Um, mm. but in terms of this summer, um, only once Barca, yeah, once Barca, exp- and Barca got hella players as well. Yeah. I don't know why they got they got hella players? So yeah, you, yeah. Well, like I say, I want him to succeed. Um, but if he doesn't, so what is he yeah. Brazilian, Anthony? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he starts on the right, Rafinha or him? Rafinha does, um, but okay. he's played he's played a few games. But I think wow. that I think Anthony was initially playing before Br- Rafinha properly broke through because I think they got Anthony in like the COVID season. So yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, that makes that that makes sense. So he's lost his starting spot to Rafinha. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Can't be mad at Brazil for that choice. Cool. So that's that's the that's the main one, and he's coming in. So that'll be interesting to see how he gets along. Um, talking about other players that are potentially gonna be going before the end of the transfer window, Ronaldo, I think, has to go. To be honest, he's not gonna accept, he's not gonna accept this substitute thing. Um, and he wants to be at a Champions League club. And I think to myself. Why did he want to be at a Champions League qu- club so bad? Doesn't a team that can win it, he wants to be at a Champions League club. Must be the this fucker club. is worried about Messi catching him in the all-time goal-scoring record. So he, what, needs to be at Champions he needs to be at a Champions League club so he can stat pad through group stage goals and, ke- and keep his name at the top of those rankings. Um, what's, what's the rankings, sorry? just uh, In terms of goal scores, while we're uh, talking, I'll, I'll dig that up. But I think he needs to leave, man. I don't think this is going to work. No one wants him. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing um shouts about Napoli and us getting uh, Elijah, but bro, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, got, he's got 141. Uh, Messi got 125. Actually, the gap's bigger than I thought. Yeah, he's gonna do that in one season, Ronaldo. He's not gonna do that in one season, but Messi's younger than him, so he's gonna be playing for longer. So you know, I need I don't to. Know if he is. Messi looks like he's just. Maybe PSG, he's like, PSG a... looking all right this season, though. They yeah, do. They are, they are. He messing looking like he's ready to play football again. Yeah, yeah. They look just pot boys. Damning. On... I won't say it's damning on Poch, but they've completely revamped the team, haven't they? They've completely. And they got re- that director, and he's making yeah. smart decisions, yeah. like not grabbing yeah, the yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the midfield that they got, literally, that they spent Renato Sanchez, Vitinha, and they were linked to Ruiz as well. It's the summer I would have loved us to have. We brought them all in for about eighty yeah, million. Ruiz's not gone. Huh? Uh, he... He's no, not because... going to go now, is he? Because of um, we didn't get my man. What's his face? Rabio. But I feel Rabiot. like apparently um, it still might happen. But um, PSG are still waiting on if Juventus are going to get parade, uh, paraders. But um, yeah, um, we'll see. So that's yeah. that kind of yeah that um musical chairs in terms of transfers but yeah I think Ronaldo needs to go because I think that him being on the bench all season and him not necessarily wanting to be here as well is just a recipe for a cocktail uh, a Molotov cocktail actually um he posted on socials a week or so ago that he will speak on everything in two weeks um that's tick 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 tack that's coming very closely um we don't have a lot of attacking options do any of you just want him around just for having that extra body or do you think at this point his cons outweigh his pros? No, he needs to go. He re- I, I've said from the start of summer he needs to go because I've been I've been through this with Ronaldo already but at least back then he was like 23, 24 and he was good. Like now he's just a dickhead, old, angry youth. That's old, just- old. Old as fuck, <laughs> bro. He's just he's, he's he's just annoying. Like he's actually just annoying. Like, uh, it's just like fucking grow up, man. He's so annoying. Like he he just needs to go and like. I I don't understand why the club has been trying so hard to keep him. Like why the the, the fact of the matter is they said they believed his word saying ah, oh, because he wasn't saying anything. They thought ah oh, it means he's staying. But this guy is the snakiest you in the world, bro. Like don't trust opening, him. Yeah, he was opening every possible. Um, door that he could to get out while not telling the club anything. Bro, um, that's God. all he was. That's all he was doing. He just didn't have the respect for you to even keep you in the loop. And the only reason why he came out is because 
those clubs that he was trying, so he said, what the fuck do you think we are? <laughs> he said... They were like, brother, please, go go somewhere else. And so then he had, he had to come out publicly, but he still didn't come out publicly because that was just rumours, but he's just putting it through the media like the, yeah. like, like the snaky bitch he is. I'm like, oh, just... Yeah, man, he needs to go. And, like, it's bad that it didn't work out. Um, it was very obvious it, it was going to work like this because... Everyone with a brain knew United weren't a good team and putting Ronaldo in, into this team was going to make it even worse. But he scored some goals. He gave us a few C. Um, yeah, thanks thanks for that speed, you. But it's time to go, bro. It's time to fucking go. I don't think he's going to end up going, though, do you? I th- no, I don't. They, they will find something. They'll find something. Yeah. Okay. I right, think he got to, he got, got, he got to sport in 10k a week, but he owns but he owns 40 percent of the club now. Bro, the sporting man just said he will walk if they bring back Ronaldo, bro. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He said he, he said he will walk because he knows he knows that's the season curtailed, isn't it? And he's bro. Bro, he's probably about Ronaldo's age, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no way he, Ronaldo's gonna be listening with, to him, man. He played yeah. he played with Ronaldo, bro. <laughs> wow, that's dope. Um but no, we won't be reuniting. Um, yeah, so I, I generally nobody wants his nobody wants his trouble. Like nobody wants his trouble. Yeah. We were the only ones stupid enough um, to do it. Nostalgia, you know, the fear of him going to how it would look if he ended up going to Manchester City. Um, and, but we should just ate that man. We really, in hindsight, we no, should have just ate get that. Haaland anyway, Haaland anyway. So, you know, it's like, he would have been there for a season anyway. But they would have probably got him. No, they would have had the problem we have. Yeah, like, you've got him, how the hell do you shift him? Mm. Every team, they, since Real Madrid have gotten rid of him, like, who's the next sucker who's going to take this guy and his contract <laughs> on? Juve were the next sucker, but they got their 30 goals. I think they won one league title with him. They win one or two. Um, but they won a league title with him. He won the, the golden boot in Italy. And then they're like... Mm. Boy, it's not working. We don't want this guy, despite the fact it's like this is what we always talk about stats, but watching the game. When he comes in, you've got to build your whole team around him. He's a striker who doesn't want to occupy the centre backs, who's going to peel off to the left. So your team has no focal point. But then the players are going to feed him the ball. So he's going to shoot lots and he's going to put up good numbers. But what does that do to the whole functionality of the team? So you are like, we've got to shift this guy. Obviously, City are like, well, we do all the work until you get into the box. We've got a guy, all he needs to do is head on left foot, right foot. Ronaldo still does that better than most players on the planet. And we're watching Haaland do it for them now. So they think, okay, cool. We'll, we'll t- and we'll eat that contract, Dad. It looks great for us. One of the legends of football, a former Manchester United legend, coming to our team, ticks all the boxes. And that's when we're like, nah, nah, nah. That, that can't happen. That's Fergie. Fergie, that's my boy. It's not take him. So then we, we take him. Um, even though we had no need for him and we were building a completely different direction. Um, but we're shit side. Um, and so we just still did all the other things that Juve did in terms of feeding him the ball, having a centre forward who's not going to occupy your centre back, letting him take all the shots. Um, and we got 18 goals for our troubles or 24 goals um, in all competitions. And we yeah. finished sixth. Um, that's just now we the, can't shift him. But that's just 30 goals in Serie A and 18 goals in the Premier League. It's the same thing, bro. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is the same thing. You're right. It's You're right. Thing. And the reason why Juventus are still in the Champions League is because there aren't enough good teams in the yeah. Serie A. They, they they got in because there aren't enough good teams, and that's yeah. it. It was. It's exactly the same s- situation. 
they at least got a league title, but that's just because they were so much better than everyone else. In his first year, yeah, they were yeah. much better. And so they found a sucker to take him on. We need to find a sucker, but there aren't any suckers who can play a guy at 37 years old, half a million pounds a week. The thing is, I don't think Napoli will do it. I think... Do you? Why? Just for the vibes? Bro, that... That... That place is vibes. They love... Bro, the way they love Higuain. Mertens. Mertens is a legend there. Dries Mertens is a legend there because of vibes. Because of vibes. (laughs) Maradona, bro, that, that place... You you go there, you'll be worshipped, bro. Quagliarella, quite Quagliarella, legend. <laughs> don't, speak, don't speak me. They, they got some nice nice names of these. Lavezzi yeah, was yeah, there yeah. as well. Yeah. Hamzik, Cavani. Listen, that's a get the people going club. We've been Ronaldo yeah. in. Get the people going. That bro, that is it because they don't win anything. It's just it's just vibes. It's lip lip lip. The dip just vibes and just a big. Big shout from the crowd. That's it, bro. That, <laughs> that is all that place is. But I mean, the problem is, is that they have Osman, and I think, um, I think he had the problem with the coach uh, earlier in preseason. But I'm not sure how big that was. But apparently, it will have to be a swap deal. Um, but I doubt United are going to pay the amount that we would need to get Osman this summer. So it will have to be structured very crazy because even even Napoli are saying alone. So um they're saying alone for Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. They're saying alone for Ronaldo, but I mean the only thing I can think of is that they're both loans, but with us it's not obligation, obligation for, to buy. Yeah. Awesome and dead, man. And with a set fee. And that's interesting because we spoke about him in the um, striker um, yeah. Patreon pod that we did, and we just considered pretty raw still and a project. How would you feel about adding him to our forward options? The thing is, is that he's the type of striker that Ten Hag would like because he obviously wanted Nunes. Focal then point. He, yeah, he's yeah. a focal point. He runs the channels. He's big, and he's strong, but technically he's very raw, and and that's just without that Afcon tax as well. So. And also, the, the one thing I worry about him, with him is that he has that Afcon thing that Bayi has, where the contact injuries because 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 they're just mad, like <laughs> like he fractured his cheekbone from throwing his head at, at, at a ball or something like that. Like he's he's actually mad. So like even, even with him, like it's not that he has like a muscle injury or something like that. It's just the contact injuries are a bit crazy, yeah. but he has the potential. To do decent, and he's gotten decent numbers in Italy, but it's because yeah, he's yeah. because he's had two seasons where he's been injured. It's been like you have not done it where he's gotten like twenty goals. He's gotten like yeah, he doesn't have the volume, but the ratios are, are yeah, are, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The, the ratio is very good, and even this season, he's he's he started off pretty well. I think he has two and two or something like that. Um, mm. he started yeah, off pretty he has, well. He has, yeah, he had fourteen in twenty-seven last year, ten in twenty-four the year before. Sure, if we did the minutes per goals of that, you, you're right that the numbers would not be bad viewing at all. Um, we are oh. definitely going to be in the market for a striker, though. So, yeah, he's I 23, mean... which is probably 26 in real life. Um, so... <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that nah, nah, nah. I think this one might be real. He might be 20, <laughs> 23. I think this one might be 20 because they were saying the same thing about 
Kalechi as well. That guy, yeah. that, that's the, they are the A's, they say they are, but they just look bare old, and I don't know why. But hard living, the water's hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Kenyans are looking like they're 18, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I think, I think, yeah, it will be a project, and I think Ten Hag would like, like him, and it would give a different option as well because he's very different to someone like Martial in terms mm. of it's less about link up play. But if you get the build up right and just have him eating off, he he could be something still. But it's pretty much s- similar to Nunes. It's just that um, Osman's black and Nigerian, so I'm gonna give him more more of a chance. You know, I I respect that, and I mean between him and Martial, that should be a full striker, twenty league goals. Yeah, like. Five in ten from Martial, twenty fourteen in in twenty eight from Osman. Nineteen league goals between them. Nineteen league goals right there. We'll take that. That's great. That's great. So we got a few players that I I look like they're going to be leaving. Uh, Rodney, Michael, going to come to you guys. Um, Cult favorite of Muga, um, Eric Bailly. Um, looks like he's heading over to France for Marseille. Um, I'm looks like happy. Is it done? Yeah. Bro, he bro, he, he played yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm looking at now. I was but, thinking, um, I'm sure I saw pictures. I had, I had, you know what? I had um the maddest week, so I, I missed the <laughs> I missed the announcement, or maybe I just mentally blocked it out, man. But um, Eric Bailly's gone over to to, to France um now, um, and it, and I'm sad not because I just liked him as a player, but because when Ten Hag spoke about why he dropped Maguire, talking about agility, mobility. Um, we talk about defenders who play for us who have that in abundance. Eric Bay is probably top of the list for me. Um, and him leaving means that when Varane or Martinez can't play, Maguire and Van uh and Lindelof are next up. But uh, Rodney, what, what, what do we have to say about Eric Bay? Say now, sucker, that's what I have to say. I don't give a shit. About that guy, yeah. Let me tell you that for free. <laughs> you know that like, you know he's, Yo. he's, like, he's a mythical figure. Let me tell you why. Every season prior to Martinez coming, we've been saying our best centre back pairing is I don't know Maguire and Bailly or Bailly and Lindelof or Varane and Bailly. Whatever it is, it's always been Bailly, which factually is correct once he's fit. But he's never fit. He's a myth. So for me, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over. That boy's that boy has been as eight eight or nine seasons he's had in total, and he's probably played two full seasons, including when he was at Villarreal, I think it was. He's just not played the games, and he can't play the games. And we just you can't rely on him. But it is sad because the profile that obviously Eric Turner is looking at now is not too far from by it compliments. But yeah, I don't really care about. It's just five million euros. That's, is that what we got for him? Yeah, that's you're taking a piss. That's taking a piss. Five million euros. I think we got more for Pereira. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Mental. It's but I don't care about either of them, especially Eric Bailly, because he's just let me down, man. It's his body, really. But yeah, I don't really care, man. He can Fair go. Enough. The only thing is now is that Maguire's hiring the pecking order. That's I mean, Maguire was above him anyway, but it's just yeah. You know, Maguire injury, Bailly gets in. Yeah, had, what, what preseason game did he play well in? You lot were waxing lyrical to me, man. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool, second half. Who, was who it? Bailly? Yeah. Oh, he had a good he could had a good 45, yeah. 
Yeah, no, he uh, he was probably he uh, uh, from what I saw, he was one of the better players in preseason, and even at the start of the summer, did he get uh, injured? No, 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 no. Just just didn't give him a chance. Yeah, but Um, I mean, it's just it's fair enough because I feel like there's enough body of work now where it's hard to hang your hat on him. You're gonna have to be a really brave manager to to do that. Yeah, because um, I think that was always the issue with um, him and Oli too. It's like. I can't make you a mainstay in my side. You're not going to play week to week. Yeah. But, I mean, it's sad, it's sad to see him go because he was, like, a good character and people obviously liked him and the profile of him was amazing. But, yeah, you just can't... <laughs> you just can't rely on him. And maybe if... Maybe if it was, like, a forward or something like that, it'd be something that you can have him as backup, but not as a defender, so... It's unfortunate, but hopefully he goes to hotter climbs and then he stops getting these fucking muscle injuries, man. It's so annoying. What the hell? <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry, I opened something correctly. I, um, uh, you know, but yeah, no. to say good, like you know, your closing statement for a player who's been there in what six, seven seasons. He's a good character. <laughs> Yes, bro. He's a good character, bro. Bro, yeah. bro. <laughs> I, I follow two footballers on Instagram, Bai and Yenazai. That's it. That is it. Everybody, six seasons with us, 70 league games, one goal, 113 games in all, one goal. How many games? <laughs> 113 games in six seasons. 113? Mm. And an average we play about 40, right? 50. Yeah. 40, 50, yeah. Fuck. yeah. So I think you played, you used, used to play like 40, 40 to 50% of games. Fucking hell, that's insane. <laughs> and, and to be fair, most of that will be loaded in his first season as well, because that's probably the most. Yeah, yeah first season he actually played 25 league games, 38 in all. Um, yeah. So yeah, thirty-eight as a percentage of that hundred and thirteen. Wow. Yeah, thirty-third of his games in his first season. Yeah, in the remaining five years. He, oh my word! Yeah, goodbye, my friend, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what I mean. Just say yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the next player, um, Michael, who strong links to him leaving the club. Uh, Aaron Wambataka. Like he's heading back to Crystal Palace, loan with obligation to buy or a really cheap fee. Is this another case of Sayonara Sucker? A hundred percent. The only the only thing I have is Crystal Palace probably got about fifty thousand wingers better than ours. Send one our way, please. Whoever you want, man, just send one our way because we need we need something. But yeah, as for Aramamba Saka, it's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for him, but his game just didn't develop whatsoever. I thought maybe in the first first season he was alright and then he needed to work on his positional like so much things he needed to work on and it's not come together in the slightest and the game's moved on attacking fullbacks are oh, what's it now and he doesn't have any he can't offer anything he really but, can't I mean you say the game's moved on even when we signed him I don't think yeah, yeah. But, I mean the season the season he had at Palace there were rave reviews about him like people said he was 50 million was a little bit steep but they thought he'd be a great option for us. So now if you tried now, even if you tried, even if he was okay now, like he had decent performances, people would say, nah, he's just, 
attacking wise, he just hasn't got it. Yeah, I think um, the space you get and the way teams set up against you yeah, when you're a palace just means that mm. you know he's a good athlete, isn't he? Which means yeah. that he can probably do a bit more damage going forward. But in terms of us having to play against set defenses, break mm. teams down, it's, um, it's everything that was wrong with his game, and it's impacted the whole right hand side. Yeah. Our attack for years has been so heavily skewed towards the left hand yeah. side of the pitch. Um, has been really unbalanced. So. He looks like he's going to be leaving. Um, do we have any ideas about who we're linked with coming in to replace him? Or is it meant to be Brandon I'm Williams? I'm not sure we're linked to anyone. I haven't seen any links to a right-back. But um, I saw this morning from Spain, um, apparently wan uh Barcelona want to do a swap deal for Destin with wan um, <laughs> Xavi, yeah? Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, to be, to be fair, apparently um, Xavi really likes defensive right-backs. So... Really? Uh-huh. A guy wow. Boy, okay. But what's the other you coming from the other way? Dest. Oh, he Virginia Dest. Yeah. He he used to play under Ten Hag. Ah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, oh, it's making sense now. Well, we yeah. got down to the nitty gritty of it, and it's all making sense. Yeah, but um, yeah. So um, to be to be to be honest, I don't think that's gonna happen. Is he good? Dest. Dest. I have, yeah. I have no idea, bro. Can't even lie to you. Yeah, he bet he he didn't even play that much at, at Ajax as well, because he was like second choice to Mazarawi. Uh, so Dallo all season, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, man. But and I don't even think that um is going to leave as well. Really? Yeah. Or I mean, they've left it. Do you think they've left it too late? Yeah. Who Palace or United? Both. Both. Yeah, man, like, he he only really had one season where he's playing at Ajax, and he played, like, 20 games. And I'm not even sure he, he, he starred a lot of them as well, like. Yeah, but um, appara- apparently he's good offensively and all that bullshit, but, yeah, man. We and all that. Yeah, I don't trust all that. I don't trust what he's me today, honestly. We should have kept that... Um... Laird, is it? Why didn't we just keep? We him weren't there? playing, bro. Let's loud. Let's cut the crap, man. No, but like, if we're I... gonna sell Wan Bissaka, then we're gonna. Yeah, have just, anyway, I know we? that's the logical thing to do, but I've stopped looking for logic in these teams yeah. and how they go about stuff, man. You know, it's what I mean? I the manager feeling. Is the manager feeling the the, the player? Yeah. He'll show that he's feeling the player by giving him minutes. If he's not giving him minutes, then let's stop projecting how we feel about the player and just let the player go, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't ever think any of the young players are going to bust, but it just would have made more sense. That way you're not in the market looking for a right-back should Aaron Rambasaka leave. But again, it's United, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I, I mean, to be fair to Des, I think it, the one that, that one season I was talking about was, like, was actually the starting right-back for most of the game. So, yeah. Okay. When was that? That was nineteen twenty, so that was the COVID season. So, so it got cut short. So we got to put um, COVID tax on it. No, but I mean, they they didn't play through COVID though because they oh, just, okay okay uh, yeah their league their league stopped didn't it yeah so their oh, okay. their league stopped so it was basically like he played most of their games he started fifteen times out of twenty two games so 
Yeah, yeah. so and then he got his move to, to 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 Barcelona. So good on him. I think he's a good attacking fullback, pretty pacey, if my memory so. In fact, he is pacey. I've I've watched him a little bit, but yeah, he hasn't had the best time there either. Um, are there any other types for rumors that we need to clean up before we we're done, lads? Combinator Newcastle is that? Uh, is That's that not happening. Thing? You're just wishful thinking, brother. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Give me something. Is that not is that not concrete at all? Yeah, that's just. No, who's putting those out then? Fucking no, who's putting them? Who has you, time? You, you are. You. Who has time to put out McTominay? No, that was on the timeline. Who has time to put out McTominay rumors? Mental. Oh, I'm sure. Who wants him out of the club? To be honest, it's with from you. it's from those fugazi stories, like ninety minute football and whoever. It's, it's uh, shit, man. They're bored, man. Why are they doing that to me? I thought it was something that could happen on, um, like you know, the final day of the seat, um, transfer window. No, it, it would mean like. I think Ghana might find somewhere, hopefully. Um, Are they still not found nowhere? Nah, he's linked with Everton, but apparently they're waiting for us to respond. About well, how much? They're saying 15 million. Is it interesting that Forrest don't want him back, or is it the fact that they've just gotten way better players that he's probably not good enough to start for them, the reason? I don't... I think they just went out and just signed a bunch of players. And I I think United wanted to keep him for preseason as well. Forest so, have got like what five thousand teams now, isn't it? They bought yeah, like, so, yeah, they so, have. So I think rather than wait for him, they just went out and just signed players. who did they sign? They signed uh I can't They've got Gibbs remember. White now, they've got Lingard, obviously, okay. they have a bunch of players, man. Yeah, okay. But they signed some French youth that played against West Ham. I can't remember his name. He might have gone injured, or that might be the centre back. Then they copped a couple youths from the championship as well. <laughs> These yeah, they did. I think from Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah. They grabbed some guys from Huddersfield. I'm so. up in the numbers games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Like it's it's fair enough because they they lost <laughs> they lost a lot of players because yeah they did didn't they yeah and then loans as well so. Yes, That's you might have to load up. 16 new players you got to integrate into your squad, though. And 19, in 19 new players you got to integrate into your squad, and you're in the Prem, and your uh, team has just come up. So yeah. you're going straight back down. And they might even get a, tw- in a 20th in surge or Oreo as well. <laughs> uh, they must can take McTominay. Wait, so mm. you, must can, you, you must can take Scotty. Yeah, you must like just Yeah, must can take Scotty. All right, cool. So it looks like we've got some little I's to dot and T's to cross, but for the most part, I think we're all in agreement that our transfer window is pretty much done. Yes. Yeah, I think we, I think we might get the 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 Bravka. Oh wow. Okay. Um. So how do you feel about the squad then? Yeah, Shocking, man. Just was horrible, man. Like it's I was fucking horrible. I was just thinking about it today. Like we have, we 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 will we will probably have two for each position, mm. and then a few rotational pieces that that can like be versatile. But mm. it's shocking, like the Haya de Bravka, uh, Dalo Wambasaka, Lindelof, Varane, Maguire, Martinez, Shaw, Malasia, Casemiro, Fred, McTominay. Uh, Ericsson, Bruno van der Beek, Sancho Anthony, Rashford Langer, and then Ronaldo Mar- Martial. That's not 
That's it's awful, man. You haven't said one player that I like. Hashtag not good. Oh, not mate. Good. It's going to be a tough season, lads. Hey, listen, though. Gonna... What? That's going to get the people going quickly. That Gerard yeah. Romeo, you, you know the journal or whatever yeah. he is, he's saying things are happening. Bro, well, regarding us. I'm just no. putting it out there, bro. I'm just putting it no, out there. No, no, no. That guy says that about five times a day, bro. Oh, does he? Let me tell you about that guy. This guy used to be the most reliable journal at the best Bob Arsenal the place, yeah? They said, fuck that. I'm going to Twitch, yeah? yeah. And he does the craziest things on Twitch. I don't get... I, I don't understand how he went to the most reputable journalist to this streamer and it's so funny because people would never... Well, he's probably cashing it. out now, isn't he? Oh, he's cashing out. He's cashing out. He's cashing he sold, out. He's, he sold it for the... He's, he sold his soul for the money, man. Bro. Who, wants to be, who wants to be Ornstein? I can be... I don't know, whatever name you want to put in Bro, there. Bro, but... this guy... This guy has an alarm and then whenever, whenever that alarm rings, he just gets up and starts dancing. What's making me more sick is that people are engaging with that. Brother! Do you know how much money... You... Oh my days! That's so what making me more sick, to be honest, Elijah. People are choosing to engage with that. So fucking funny, man. But yeah, right. to somebody there. Yeah, is the young the young hair for the wedding? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to speak on that? Mm. Don't, I, I, just, I don't give a fuck, man. No, I just thought I thought he was in London for something a bit more interesting than a oh, wedding. I, I transfer to um, a club in West London. I Chelsea, blue. Yeah, I thought maybe Chelsea were. Finishing off, I think, Barca, I think Barca are keeping him to be honest with you. He actually looks pretty decent when he does play for them. If we're if, if I'm being real, Brother, um, that guy is fourth or fifth choice. He needs to respect himself, man. What, how can he be fourth? He fourth? Gets the cameos, bro. He doesn't even get me, bro. Yeah, he's behind who's Gavi, Pedri. Yeah, um, he's... I haven't seen Kessie play for them yet, actually. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, like him and Kessie are fine out to be fourth choice. So who's the oh, other three? No. So there's Busquets, Pedri, and Gavi. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Isn't one of them injured? No, no, no. So Pedri's back from injury now, which is the oh, main reason why he scored yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He, Fuck like, yeah, now, man. That was the main reason he was even playing for much last season because Pedri's basically Pedri out was injured. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I why don't. Why does he want to stay there and not play? I really don't understand this guy. Under foot, man. Johan Cruyff's legacy, man. Top Bro, ten like... legacy in football history, man. Got argue with your man. Like Ruddy, people think I hate him for no reason. I, I, I don't. It's it's shit like this that I don't get. Bro, like that's the thing. It's it's not the fact he's not coming to us yet. I can understand that. It's just the shit excuses that he wants to play Champions League. No, brother, you want to be a cuck for Barcelona. That's, <laughs> that's calm. Don't say that. Mm, exactly. I learned what that word meant the other day, actually. When you said it, <laughs> yeah, when you said it that time, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> cool. So let's just take a quick look ahead. Um, we've got a midweek game this week. Uh, Leicester City. They are probably one of the handful of teams who probably look worse than we've looked. Um, are you guys feeling good about that one? No, nah, I think Vardy's gonna bag a couple. We are away, to be fair. Yeah, it's crazy. We went from having that crazy away record under Ollie, which felt like a fluke the whole time, to having an absolutely atrocious away record. Um, they've got the league, you know, only one point. They need a W, they're gonna take it from us. 
Yeah, I'm assuming Varane's not going to start, to be honest. We're going to have to rotate players, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Are we playing yeah. on the weekend as well? We're playing yeah. Arsenal on Sunday. Live show, bro. Arsenal Sunday. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Cancels, cancels your plans that you had for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you guys feeling about that one? Just quickly before we finish yes, up. No, with I, I, think, I think we can go there and like I, I thought Saturday will be a score draw. Um, mm. I think it could be it could be the same score draw or not the same. I think my gut feeling is score draw, but it wouldn't surprise me if you nick a double. Yeah, or Leicester against Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Leicester away. What are you saying? What are you saying, Rodney? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking whether we meant Leicester or Arsenal. Arsenal no, Leicester, Leicester. What, what are your thoughts on Leicester? Yeah, I told you, innit? Oh, Vardy's going to bag a brace, Oh, mate. Vardy, sorry, brother. I also wasn't listening. Um, Cool. Uh, Elijah, Leicester, predictions? I don't even care, you know. <laughs> Actually, let me change that. I think maybe Madison will get a free kick. And okay. David De Gea is going to do that thing again. He does with free kicks. Cool. Um, so, pre-season, we saw that our team, our fixture list was Brighton and Hove away, Brentford, uh, Brighton at Hove, Albion at home, Brentford away, Liverpool at home, Southampton away, and then Leicester City at home. How many points did you guys have us getting before the season started? Um, so, I had us draw into Brighton. Did you? Yeah. I had a... L with that one, yeah. I had that. Elijah, let Elijah do his, then you do yours, Rodney. Then Michael does his. Right. So you had a, a, a draw to a, a Brighton. draw, Brighton, yeah. Uh, win against um Brentford, mm-hmm. lost to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I think I had a draw against Southampton, but I'm not sure, yeah. And then a win against Leicester, so eight points, yeah. Cool, yeah. Rodney, how about you? I don't know. I didn't even. I didn't look at the fixture list like that. Okay, just give me your thoughts real quick, man. Uh, I'd uh, go go for it again. Brighton was an L for me. Brighton, Brighton at home, at L, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brentford away. No, I thought that would have been a W. Yeah, uh, Liverpool at home. Definitely L. Uh, Southampton away. L. Uh, Leicester City away. L. Okay, so yeah, that's getting three points. So yeah, go double, double. And how about you, Michael? Uh, Brighton at home win, uh, Brentford away draw, Liverpool at home loss, Southampton away draw, and uh, Leicester, Leicester, away. Leicester away draw. Are we so facing think- Leicester away? Yeah. yeah, but are we facing Arsenal away? Oh, we're, we're facing no, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal at home. Oh, mad, that's crazy. Fair enough, yeah. So, not we're not far off. Obviously, we've lost the first two and then we pulled up a win against Liverpool, a really good win, but it's all right, isn't it, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't we be friends? Okay, (laughs) let's close up with some listener questions. Uh, First question from long-time listener, Rab Ganistan. I love that app. Um, Assuming we don't get another CM this window, what is your ideal starting midfield group? So give me either your double pivot or your midfield trio. So double pivot, who would you guys go with? Casemiro and Fred. Uh, midfield trio? Um, Casemiro, Casemiro and Ericsson. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't want. I don't want Ericsson to start. I don't. Can't, boy. Yeah, it's long, man. Yeah, it's Dennis Bruno, unless we're gonna say Sanchez gonna do that. Nah, I, I would. You know what? Just bring in Van der Beek. I don't care. I don't what? Care, I don't care. <laughs> 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 yeah. I wish I could see I wish I could see Rodney's face for that. What? Yeah, I'm bit, you know. What you would rather see that than Sanch? No, no, I, no because he's been I, more realistic. Like he's not. Yeah, he's that's not, the uh, thing. Like yeah. with Sancho, it makes sense. Like, yeah. but I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Why and is he not really? giving Van der Beek a? That, that, but I, I think I forget who said it. End of last season. Do you know what's gonna be so funny is if Ten Hag comes in and Van der Beek still don't get no play. Yeah, but and he but, ain't getting no play. But it was obvious that he wasn't going to though. Like I don't, I, I told man he was he he was going to be a coach for this season. Wait, then he's getting out of here next next what summer. What do you say, Midi? You? It's not the thing is that the problem with Van der Beek is that he came into a team that was so technically on the floor. We thought that he would be able, we would be able to use him as a as a deep line playmaker or something. When that's never been his game, like. Even Ten Hogs, when he had him, he said he can't he can't play as a six, and he was using him how people want Bruno to be used, where he, he didn't get involved in the build-up play, he was just making third man runs and getting in, in, into the box past the Death Force Nine. That's that is his game. So the thing is, is that he's he's actually another one who shouldn't really be involved in build-up play. But we are we were so technically that bad. We saw him playing, was like, hold on. He could be useful elsewhere. We desperate, yeah. But that's his game. And at the end of the day, we have Ericsson now, who I don't... The thing is, I still don't understand the Ericsson thing, even though I get it, but I don't. It's it's just, just, I think the desperation. Just really I just need some great. players. I just need some technical players in this team, man. Yeah, I don't think if he had any choice, he would have really brought him in. It's just his hands are tied. His budget is limited. Um, And it was like, have Ericsson in. I think the idea was for him to be a... um sub um and then we bring in the idea wasn't Casemiro plus Frankie though it was always just going to be Frankie I think um I think he just had amazing belief in the restorative powers of Frankie de Jong to be honest with you is how I see it I think that would have we all said that if all you're going to do is bring in Frankie and Ericsson it's going to be an absolute car crash so I think Casemiro if anything is a more stable midfield choice for us he he brings athleticism Brings experience and character, which um, Frankie de Jong lacks um, for all his actual qualities. So hopefully that helps us out um, in in more ways than I think Frankie could have been impactful if he was the only midfield addition alongside alongside um, Ericsson. So it's either a Casemiro and Fred or it's a Casemiro. Who did you say, Elijah? Um, Casemiro, Fred, Van der Beek. Van der Beek. Um, Rodney, you were disgusted by the mentioning of Donny van der Beek and the midfield trio starting for your club, the foot. Um, so what differences would you have in your midfield duo or midfield trio if you were My the manager? would be the same. Yeah. Casemiro, yeah. Fred. I just don't, I don't see any other combination. Yeah. And they, they play with each other in the Brazilian national team, so whatever. Um, <laughs> the trio, yeah, if it was... Reality, not what you yeah, want. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm, I'm in reality, I would still I would go with Bruno. I wouldn't want to see Van der Beek there. As bad as Bruno is, as bad as, bad as, as the fact that he loses the ball constantly. As bad as 
I just don't. I don't know what Donny would bring into the team that we can't. Like the way we currently play and what we currently do and how the technical floor is a little bit better, but we still we're still not great. I, I don't know what he would bring right now. Fair Maybe enough, if he got enough. a better around him. I'll say yeah, yeah, he makes. Yeah. Sense. Now, fair enough. I mean, you're not happy about using Bruno. You're just accepting that your yeah. team would have to have Bruno. How about you, Michael? Double pivot. Would it stay the same or would you... Yeah, I, I don't think we could change. Yeah, if we're talking reality, then yeah, probably Fred and Casemiro. What, yeah, what and I would then, like. like different. And, then, and then your trio? And then my trio, yeah. I'd say them two and probably Ericsson. I think we're going to probably see a shift with him looking at Ericsson rather than Bruno just because of his ball retention qualities is a bit better. Yeah, Ah. Uh. Nice one. Next one is from ZS underscore London. I hope he's coming to the live show. Long time listener. I know this is a little off topic, but how were we able under Oli to consistently go 1-0 down and come back? After watching us the past 18 months, that feels like a myth. The lack of offensive potency is scary. Uh, what do you guys think has shifted? Say say that again. Sorry, I was, I was just reading Mark Cotty's tweet about uh, That's right. Ronaldo. I know this is a little off topic, but how were we able under Oli to consistently go 1-0 down and come back? After watching us the past 18 months, that feels like a myth. The lack of offensive potency is scary. Um, that 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 started when there was no crowd and it ended when the crowds came back. So <laughs> <laughs> like oh gosh. Like, <laughs> like there's a coincidence and then there's just obvious like yeah. Before, like before that happened, like like before COVID, in that season we weren't coming back from behind like that. So, and then yeah. it stopped as soon as the fans were back in. It was wow. just the way it was. <laughs> we got a whole season of lockdown ball. We might have won a title. Uh, Crazy. <laughs> next question is from United CM ninety eight. Are you worried about our lack of PMP in the squad? A lot. You know, you know some questions which I just feel like are slightly like leading questions. Like, did you expect anyone to say no? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I feel, but I do feel like it's something that people like forget. Like we all know about the technical being and spoken about so much, but Jesus Christ, we can't run. Yeah, actually, like, you saw the previous week Newcastle give Man City a bad day, and it's, their team is full of runners. Runners, it's so important, man. <sighs> it's not a problem that's fixing what, and this is why we persist with Scott McTominay for his lack of anything. He can run powerfully. Um, what he's doing with the running is another thing, but he can <laughs> run powerfully. Uh, next question is from Arnold, two D's, two R's. Whom do you think is going to catch the bench for Anthony at the start? Sancho is destined to play centrally. Is he the one to go on the bench and utilize slowly on a new role? Um, I don't know, you know, like me personally, I feel like Rashford is a good dovetail to Anthony because he's a different type of profile. But Rashford just playing really ball badly. runs, yeah, off the ball runs, he's and playing really badly. And then it just, but just even the way we play, I don't get this inverted thing. I, I still don't, but I feel like Sancho will be dropped. I you know what. Do you know what? It's 50-50 at this point. It's 50-50. And she's getting dropped, yeah? Nah. It could be either or. Huh? 
Well, wouldn't Alanga get dropped first? At the no, but that's once Martial comes. Okay. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah, once Martial comes back in, um, then Anthony will start until he tries to play himself out the team, and then, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Then we'll see from there. Yeah. Cool. <sighs> We've managed to defeat the three enemies among us. Oh, this is from Just Kuda. We've managed to defeat the three enemies among us. Sure, Maguire, AWB. How long will it take to defeat the other three? DDG, Bruno, McTominay. A year, think, at least. Uh, I think McTominay's almost gone. Do you think so? I think he'll still get decent playing time, you know? He will, but... I feel He's closer I, to the edge than he ever has been, yeah? I, I feel like next summer we get one more midfielder. And then that's and him. Then, so that that's might be him, him done. Um, him, yeah. Maguire... Yeah. Should, should be soon, hopefully. Um, I don't think he will continue with this bench role because at the end of the day, if everyone's fit, he's not starting, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Bruno, um, he, does, he, he he needs to go through a drought. And then, yeah. The only Portuguese international Wolves decided not to buy. Um, I was thinking about it and I was thinking we probably have the worst two Portuguese internationals of any team in the Prem who has Portuguese players. I mean, I'm only talking about Wolves, aren't I? Uh, but in Dallo and Bruno, oh God. Ugh. And how about DDG next summer as well, yeah? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that, that one's just a matter of time. I, I, I do feel like, you know what, I feel like Ted Ten Hag believed in himself so much and then he saw that he's died of beyond repair. So that's why mm. he wants a backup goalkeeper. And then I feel yeah, like yeah. he's going to try and... Um, he's actually going to do what Solskjaer promised to Henderson and actually and make, give him another <laughs> chance. Make him, make him the keeper for a season. Um, he found it thought he could improve players with his aura, man. Yeah, yeah man. People stick there. These Dutch guys, first of all, Van Dijk tr- trying to fucking defend with his aura. Then is he nuts? Is he nuts? These there's a reason that we are a crap side, man. And yeah, you can show them as much as you want to show them, but they just aren't that. Like, bro, oh, Ten Hag might make Bruno more. The, Bruno's tapped. I hope you don't <laughs> understand that he's absolutely tapped. He probably sees in training the right foot to use in the right body shape, and he comes out. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna do the opposite of what you just showed. <laughs> Oh man. Um, next one for Tay Diggs. Where does Dallow rank among right backs in the league? Where does Dallow rank among right backs in the league? It's a very, very, very tough question because um is he a top 15 right back in the league? I think Ooh. I think he wasn't bad against Southampton though. Well, who's he worse was... than him? You're saying top 15, you might as well just say who's worse than him. And then that's the easy way of doing it, isn't it? Oh, um, is, is he better than Nico Williams? Probably. I don't know. I feel like Nico Williams is better technically, but then again, he's playing the wing back. Um, um, who's Bournemouth's right back? Uh, that fucking Smith guy. Yeah, he he's awful. Um, <laughs> so him, Everton's got Seamus Coleman and somebody else nowadays, right? Oh, they've got. Patterson, he's he, uh, he, Dallas probably, but uh, okay, um, so we're trying to find five right backs who he's better than, right? That's what it sounds like this exercise is now. Um, he's not better than Wolves, he's not better than Leicester City's. Is he not, not better than Samedo's really bad? Uh, okay, Samedo's uh, like 
Rivero can't defend. He's yeah, he's not that great. 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 He's not that Tete. Tete. Is he better than Tete? Um, they've got Tete and um, Babu as well. I like um, Babu, to be fair. Um, but I don't know. But he's not like... like top f- so top 15 feels about right for him. Yeah, like he's in and but, around that top 15 conversation, basically. But if we start to say, oh, the fact of the matter is, if you say, is he better than Carl Walker-Peters, most people are saying no. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So what we're saying is a bottom five right back, yeah? I don't yeah. know. I I, I think he's just in that middle ground. He's like, like, I, I, I is he better than better. Emerson? Huh? Is he better than Emerson? Ah, oh. Spurs. Is that their right back? Their... Oh, yeah. Emerson Royale. Emerson's been poor, man. He's yeah. shocking. He's fucking... I think he's better than him still. He's better than him, but they have Spence now, who I think is better than Dello, but we'll have to see with that. We'll see uh, proof of being a pudding. Well, however way you shape it, he's one of you, he's one of the poorer right backs in the league. I'd say. Do you guys think he's got any potential to get better? Because he hasn't played a lot of football in his young career, or do you just think he's just not it? I feel like physic. I feel like he does things capably, but defensively he's not great. I'm yeah. I'm really shocked about him uh, offensively. To be fair. I can't believe how bad he is at crossing the. I feel like he's gotten worse offensively. It's so weird. Like the thing is, yeah, in the second phase, he's fine. He's actually decent. Like he can. He's actually got a good pass on him, especially it. Yeah. Infield, yeah. But offensively, it's like fucking hell. Why are you so bad? Yeah. It's so strange. Like defensively, I'm like, I, I never expect him good defensively, and then in terms of. In terms of his physicality, not that great. He's not the quickest, not not the strongest. He's actually good at the back post, um, defending headers there. Um, yeah, so he's just a capable. He's capable. He's just like he's capable deep. pro. Yeah, he's just decent. <laughs> he's just decent. Yeah, it was supposed to be one of those potentially this kid is. He only played like six league games before we grabbed him. So, um, yeah, it was meant to be one of those potentially you're getting him cheap, and he ends up coming the top right back and it obviously hasn't worked out um i am addington thoughts on eric tanhag's talent id before the window i would have said uh, but his players have come in and they've done their job i guess so yeah martinez i like him i like the look of him yeah Um, malaysia Um, again like the look of him um anthony it waits to be seen. Casemiro um, speaks for himself. So Casemiro speaks for himself. He agreed. Um, and Adri waits to be seen. How about you, uh, Michael and Elijah? What do you think of his talent ID? I, I guess you've got to get the players that he's picked out time to see what they can do. Like, you know, uh, Martinez seems like a, a, a fighter, a warrior. And despite what the media may say about his height efficiency, he's, it's not, it doesn't seem to be a major, major problem. But I guess tests will come. Uh, Malaysia seems like a, again, sound like a fighter. So I think he, he looks for people that are going to fight for him, which is what you sort of need. And I think it was kind of what we lacked. 
I think time will, we have to we'll give it a bit of a while before we can accurately sort of say um, that we don't, don't know it's too early, too early in the in the day to say. Mm, fair enough, man. Um, what a player asked about midfield combinations, which you've discussed. Um, what a player then asked. Sancho has one good game in five on the right wing, left wing. Do you think we should try Mr. 10 or will he succeed playing on the left wing, right wing? I think we discussed this on Muga in the chat and on the pod quite a bit. Um, yeah, I don't see him being a, a capable wide man in the, this team, the way it's currently set up. Um, but I think he has the qualities to be a good player centrally. He wants to be in and around the box, man. Uh, making final passes, shooting. He's got a clear head when he's got a bit of time and space and he can't get that for himself. But he's a good dribbler. He's a really good technical player. Um, and the player who's currently playing centrally is a charlatan. Um, so for me, it's a, it's a no-brainer, really. I don't know if you guys want to add anything on that. No, I think that's just, just pretty much... I'd like to see him centrally because, uh, like you said, wide, I just don't think he's going to cut in, in this particular team and the way we're set up. Even in the league, apart from maybe two or three teams, I think he'd struggle as the play is wide. But, yeah, centrally, I think he, he, he probably has a lot more to offer. And then you consider who he's, who's, who's currently playing there. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, really. Cool. Um... Count Dracula uh, or Draxula. How do you guys feel about the resurrection of Dallow's career under Ten Hag? And ideally, who else do you think Ten Hag could improve? I didn't know he uh, had a resurrection. I, do. Yeah, I think people are very excited about this year, and I don't know why. But what well, you? Who is it? Uh, the Dallow. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he had a career resurrection at all. Um, so that's my answer on that. Wait, how many games? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. Uh, next question from London underscore Shabs, Touchy Gunas. Uh, first question Thoughts on the current back four and circumstances under which Mariah could Maguire could get back into the CB berth? Um, I like the three of the back four at the moment Malaysia, Martinez, and Varan. Um, Dallo is just a capable pro, like Elijah said. Um, Maguire's going to get in because I don't think Varane is durable enough to play week in, week out. And I think he's injury prone at this point in his career. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think he starts in any other circumstance, really, apart from injury. Because like like Ten Hag said, um, he wants centre-backs who are agile and mobile. And with Maguire, he wants to play in a low block and really the team wants to be able to push up um, and really try and be on the front foot in terms of building out from the back. So he's going to get in, and he never gets injured, Maguire, that is, really. So uh, he'll get to play a decent amount of games this season. But I think long-term, the idea is definitely to, to move away from him. Um, I don't know if you guys can see any other circumstances where he potentially comes back in. No, I think Brand's the only one. Brand's the only sort of circumstance where he's going to get back in the team. Yeah, uh, he asked the question. Um, no doubts about Anthony's qualities as a player, but how do you feel about the fee, particularly considering that his output was cheats for the Dutch league? I, I responded back. That, that, <laughs> I said that question's loaded. Would you expect us to say, Yeah, great, his output was cheats, and we absolutely love playing 100 million? What he's gonna get from that, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> he said, Fair enough. Um, so then his third question was, He wanted to ask whether we think. 
Eric Ten Hag doubling up as DOF and going ex Ajax as a way forward? Again, another loaded question. Uh, <laughs> these guys are not listening to Moga because if they're listening to Moga, they know that that's not what we agree with. But we understand why the club is doing it, A, to obviously give the manager that confidence that they're supporting and backing him, which obviously will be reflected with the players and means that when he does try and emphasise his way of doing things, they can see that, well, the club's behind this guy, so he's not going anywhere. So I probably should listen to him if I want to play. And B, because our scouting situation internally is not at the place where we can uh, present to him alternatives in terms of the skill sets he's looking for. We are having to let him lead the way in terms of the players. And then I guess the C is that these players that he brings in, um, bar Malaysia, are players who've played for him. So have an idea of how he wants players to play. So he's able to have a greater percentage of the squad familiar with his philosophy and what he wants from them, which should help in terms of the squad getting up to terms and speed into getting up to scratch with what he wants out of them. Those are the three reasons why I think it's happening at the moment. None that I'm particularly happy about, but all that I have to be humble enough to accept. Um, guys, I don't know if you want to add anything else to that. No, I think the scouting team, who they've suggested to Eric Tenhard, lets you know everything you need to know about them. Like, was it Rabio? I think they suggested that to Eric. So I think at the moment, going with Eric's... Yeah, I think Casemiro was a club signing though, wasn't he? Casemiro, I think so. I think Correct. he's. I think that kind of signing sort of transcends all, right? You just that well, is a player if he's a available. Top mid, a top midfielder, yeah, yeah. Like manager was no manager saying no, and no scouting network's not going to have them. On yeah, them. so I think yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. I get you. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else, Elijah and uh, Michael. About who? Um, not about anybody in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Second question was big and grown. I also wanted to ask whether you guys think Ten Hag doubling up as DOF and going X Ajax is the way forward. I said, well, again, he couldn't help himself with the load, the loaded questions. There was only one genuine. There was only one genuine question there. Yeah, but but even going back to Anthony, like you know what he spoke about with Osman. To be fair, yeah. if you look at his ratio, it's decent in terms yeah. of the numbers. It's, a, what is it's it? okay. What is it? Because I want to get one in three. Yeah. Um, I believe it's like let it me can't know. be one in three. That's that's not that's that's not that bad. But hundred no. million. I think it's people seen single figures yeah. in the Dutch. League. Yeah, but the problem is that. He was injured for a bit last season. Yeah, and, so um, eight and twenty-three last year, um, in the league, and twelve and thirty-three overall. And the season before, nine and thirty-two in the league, eleven and forty-six overall. So he's gone to one in three, uh, and he has got um, he's got two in three. Um, yeah, two in three now for this season so far. I mean, one in three is just—it's not bad, but it's just not—it's not hundred million. Yeah, I guess people think, what does that translate to when you put the prem tax on it? Yeah, with that, that's the thing. That's um, two. That might be yeah. five in 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like, I think he's averaging around like uh, two and five in terms of goals, and then yeah, okay, adding a well, that's what he averaged last season, okay. Um, and then you add an assist, it'll probably be like, yeah, probably be like, um. Three and five, so yeah, it's well, not three and five goal, three and five goals, and three and five goal involvements. Yeah, yeah, 
And then even like the season before, he had like his goals to minutes was like just above one in two. So like if you look at his ratio, it's not that bad, but it's the yeah. about the translation. Yeah, you're giving me something, man. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Get no, because you. the thing is, I know that it's not that bad. I just don't like the you. I really don't like yeah. him. What, you don't like his hair colour or something? His I, skin, I, what? I don't like him. Like, I don't like the way he plays. It, it, it reminds me of someone trying to impersonate Neymar. And that pisses they me off. They call him Baby Nays. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Baby Nays. I hate that nickname. Or, I hate that's, him already yeah, for that nickname. nickname too. I but, hate him. It's, it's not like you know like that guy that plays in Belgium right now where it naturally looks like he just plays like Neymar like this I, like I, I think he just looks like he's just impersonating him I, I it's, it's so <laughs> oh, which you would say yeah. is weird you're taking fan love to the next level yeah yeah that's oh, a bit just, mental man it's just fair love, fair love. sell a sal that or sell a car how you ever say that twitter account says he's the second best brazilian technically after no, but look you have to understand with these brazilian accounts they anything brazilian they will back to the hills bro yeah like, i agree but then i was rebuttaled yeah, but, with, but it's brazil is brazil to brazil analysis so there's no brazil bias in that He's yeah. judging Anthony against all other Brazilian players. Exactly. No, but it's a big tra- transfer right now, so he's going to hype him up. I don't care. Like, that's what they Why would he? I think he'd get more traction if he said he was shit. Yeah, but if you know that account, he loves... No, 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 he no, no, absolutely no, no. loves everything Brazil. He, he, oh, okay. Okay. I saw him doing Fred prop, and I said, yeah. I can't take anything seriously off the, off the strength of you propping up. Fred, but Fred coined to the moon though. Uh, cool. <laughs> um, uh, next question, last few. Yonko Abs, what are your honest predictions for how the game at OT against Arsenal will go? I'm not talking <laughs> score predictions, more tactically, etc. Uh, there's somebody in the comments says, honestly, Manchester United will win that game. We will lose. See your Twitter name. You said it, not me. The guy's Twitter name is uh, Delusion. Um, so <laughs> how do you think the game against Arsenal is going to shape up tactically? Obviously, they've won four out of four, you know, all or nothing FC. The vibe around that club is great right now. Um, what do you guys potentially see it the game shaping us up, up as tactically? Very similar to, to Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that's that's the only way he's going to be able to play at the moment. I think I don't know if it was any different against Southampton, whether we tried to play or we went long. Yeah. Or that, I don't know it what was, we did against Southampton. It was very... The, the, the difference between Liverpool and Southampton was the fact that the opposition was different. Yeah, I think I think that's I think rather than I think he's now settled on doing that rather than going to a back three and trying to yeah solidify things that way. I think he's gonna against Arsenal especially. They're in such a great moment. They are a good. They are a well coached team. They work hard. They press well. They've got goals yeah, so it's, everywhere. It's essentially what our Arteta was having to do like two three seasons yeah. ago. Yeah, I but... think I think so. If they got Partey and um, Zinchenko back, especially, I think yeah. We're in trouble, man. So, We're in trouble. I feel, like, I, I feel like it's going to try to be defensively solid, play on the counter. Mm. Um, but I've, I'm not sure I'm not sure if Marshall will be back for that game, but that might be the only difference. But... Guy, bro. No, but I've, the thing is, I find, I, I can't believe that, I can't believe that he's just our, start, our starting striker. I just didn't expect it. I've when did he become so injured? I never expected it. That's the thing, like, I find I find it bonkers because it actually came out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like he went to he went on his loan and then he got injured there as well and he Yeah. come back and he had two separate injuries. So basically within a six to eight month period you've had three different injuries. Yeah. Yeah. The body's failing him. Obviously, when the idea was not to be starting Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously we wanted Nunes, didn't we? We bid for Nunes, didn't we? Did we? Uh, I think so, but no, I, I don't think we bid for him, but it was just like we had talks about it, but then we, because of Ronaldo, they wanted to focus on other areas to make the He's so different to Martial, though. budget stretch. Yeah, but that's, that is the type of striker Ten Hag likes, though. But he's now saying Martial is very key to the way he wants, where he wants to play. Like he's made Yeah. it seem that Martial is the be all and end all. So, I feel like to what, for more what he can get from this team, yeah. yeah, cool. I feel like if it was to get another striker, it would be different. You think that would transform the way we play completely? I do. I feel, I feel like a striker and a goalkeeper will change this team a lot. That's mm, that's so interesting. Yeah, I said, That you know what? Do you know what's interesting as well? I did say goalkeeper would be our biggest issue going into it. did. for Eric I remember Ten you Hag. did, and people were like, "I oh, just now we just got to manage DDG." But obviously, the striker, the focal, the focal point, and the reference point for the attack and players that the wide attackers can play off of, and the players that the midfielders can hit with the ball, hold it, make it stick, and let us like get up the pitch are so key. And just having a competent keeper who can play and can not just get the ball from goalkeeper to CBs. Um, clip those passes which are like you know 20 30 yards up the pitch to fullbacks who are pushed up a little bit um more to then progress it um yeah you're right Elijah just so interesting because in terms of goalkeeper you wouldn't think necessarily that oh yeah changing your goalkeeper is gonna but you are right that change those positions we'd see a lot of joy um quite naturally quite quickly actually um cool Something to think about, Ten Hag, I guess. Um, last couple of questions now. Uh, one is from Tommy Ajayi. Uh, if you end up with Anthony on the right and Sancho on the left, do you feel like the fullbacks you currently have will be enough to provide the width? Otherwise, it feels like you'll be too centralised with your attack? Question mark. Elijah, I think you alluded to that earlier, Elijah's didn't you? been alluding to this the whole pod, right? Yeah, man. I just don't get it. I just, because, look, yeah, if we have our fullbacks to attack, that's fine. Um, but... What happens to the midfield? Because it will have to be Fred and Casemiro sitting or Fred Casemiro McTominay sitting or whatever. And then you have the centre-backs. You will have to go out into the wide positions, which is cool. But, yeah, it's been, but that's not how they've played all preseason. And then to have the inverted, it will just be a very congested team. And it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because even offensively, Malasia is okay, but he's not. Amazing. Dallow, we've spoken about before offensively in terms of the final third. So Yeah, that Malassia doesn't look like an offensive weapon at all, to be honest with you. he he looks very good in possession and the, the defensively, Yeah, which is fine. as an For attacking threat, he doesn't look yeah. And all right and against like Liverpool, but we need to see more of that, innit? like even First but of even all, even as an attacking threat, he kept possession very well, but he yeah. wasn't like spamming, it wasn't like putting in crosses or putting in danger. Things in danger, like even for, even the clips I saw, it wasn't him like proper spamming down the left wing or being an attacking threat. It was more his work in, in possession defensively. So um, it's just I don't yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. That makes sense. Um, give me a second. I'm just going to finish up with the final question here. Um, <laughs> from 
M underscore FBI. How fucked are we without another midfielder? Question mark. And should we be using the kids and Ghana more if we don't sign another midfielder? Question mark. <laughs> I feel like we should use Ghana more if he stays. I feel like he could be a good. I feel like he he he'll be a good up. To me, he's just like a he's just like a less annoying McTominay. And I, that's, not, that's not great though. That's no, not but, yeah, but if, the, if 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 that gets McTominay out the team, that's an immediate improvement again. Yeah. Okay. okay, like, but I mean, he's less physically intense, but on the ball, he's smarter. Um, he's be- he's much be- he's much better, better technically. He's very good at set pieces as well. Um, defensively, he's not the worst. He's okay. But my my problems with him is are more to do with him is more the difference between being good and being average. With, whereas with McTom, he's just straight bad. So it'll be an improvement. But and I hope we'll use him more. But I'm not sure if we will. Yeah, I think where he potentially won't is again that athleticism that you mentioned. Even though McTomney doesn't necessarily use it well, it's the illusion of it, and it's that a manager imagining in their mind a situation where the team is all all over the place and the idea of oh McTominay could potentially run back and get there and make a tackle which Ghana can't necessarily do you'd hope the addition of Casemiro gives the manager more confidence of us having that protection in there and then makes him potentially try out a few more different midfield combinations to see who would work best with Casemiro in giving us that balance in midfield and aiding that progression from the middle third to the final third, which is probably the key issue within the team when we're playing teams who are either, uh, who see them see us as being better than them because uh, they're always going to set up tightly and compactly and ask you to break them down. Um, so it'll be interesting what Casemiro opens up for us potentially in that regard in terms of midfield options. I think somebody mentioned we've got 11 games in October. Um, obviously yep. Europa League and the idea is that in Europe all the group stage games will be finished by um, the end of is it the end of November when do the so, teams when, when do the players go off to the World Cup so like, they get, so, they get a break, so they break off middle of November so essentially um, all the, le- all the um, Euro- European League uh, group games which should be done by the middle of November when typically it's what end of November early December uh, the middle of December is when it's usually wow done. so Wow, so they've chopped off a month um, in terms of um, yep. the amount of and spacing out the European games. So you're going to see Ghana in Europe. You're going to see Iqbal's. I'm assuming you're going to see Ahmad's. Um, you're going to see Maguire. You're going to see Shaw. You're going to see whoever's a backup right back. Um, so there will be games in October. And then, you know, the starters, some of them will go off to the World Cup. And then the guys who are staying behind, they get an opportunity to train with Ten Hag, potentially... Um, you know, win his win his favor. So yeah, you could see the second half of the season. A lot Yo. of the younger, younger guys potentially get to play a bit more. What were you say? We um we need to uh, make Ten Hag live with Sancho if he doesn't go to the world to the World Cup. Sancho having a month off, which coincides with Christmas period as well. No, no, no. Eggnog on deck. Are you mad? Bear Magnum picks. Bear Magnum picks. This is my issue with Sancho. He looks so like physically a lack of sharpness. Is yeah, that's you're not impressive physically, which means you have to get every inch out of your physicality that you can. And he just looks <laughs> you said he was that training pick, and you said you can see the magnums in his belly. Oh, um, 
he kind of came back in preseason, then he was looking good in preseason, then he was injured for one game, and he came back, and again, it looked like he spent that week off just drinking magnums. Um, I think whenever he has a good game, rather than, ah, oh, yeah, this is good, let me build on this, he has a week of smashing up magnums. <laughs> the next game, he's looking sloppy again, rather than, I don't know, man, but yeah, Tenag needs to live with Sancho for a Bro, I'm, bro, it's man. not even, bro, like, like I think Nani was... Tell the story of how he used to live in the next to Ferguson, innit? We might need we might need to make that happen still. I can't even lie. Just have Did he? Oh, Fergie was a proper guy, innit? <laughs> I don't trust I love you, Nani. I don't trust you as an adult to do the right thing. Nah. So, <laughs> you're gonna live near me where I can see what why is a car pulling up at 12 a.m.? Why are there screaming, why are screaming girls coming out of this car? Bro. Nani, son, it's the boss. Oh yeah. no, they're for my cousin. But I, I come sleep at your house. <laughs> no, I, think, I think I think it was even Anton who said that he used to hate living with Renato because there was no food there. There was no food, there was no drink there. <laughs> <laughs> no crisp, no nothing. No snacks, man. Anton was so pissed he found someone to live immediately. Like, no, nah, I can't do this anymore, bro. It was so <laughs> We, listen, we only drive to training. If you want food, the closest store is a five-mile run from here. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's a sushi. And it's a sushi place as well. So, oh, yeah, you know, no, no red meat for you, Ando. Oh, <laughs> man, but yeah, I need Sancho to just get sharper. I, you need to. He does not look physically sharp, man. Even that Wood Prowse incident you mentioned. I was like, oh, he's taking him on, and then he cuts back and just passes it backwards, man. Like. We need more, bro. We need more. And yes, people keep saying Rashford's worse and he's been doing it for longer. But Rashford's physical attributes give him a chance to change a game in a moment much more often, even though if off, if it's sporadic, there's more chance of your athleticism doing something for you in a Premier League game than this supreme technique that Sancho supposedly has. So he needs to work on being as physically sharp as he can be. Um, he works well defensively, to be fair to him. He, like, he presses well, maintains shape really well. And those running figures they track, I think he scored highly on it last year as well too. Um, but bro, you do you want to be a success here or not, man? Because after this Manchester United stink, I'll tell you where you're going, Everton. <laughs> Brother. Yeah, hundred percent, Everton, or maybe, oh, bro. This okay. guy will go. This guy will go abroad, bro. I, I, I know he'll go abroad. Munching Gladbach, then. Yeah, Munching Gladbach, Roma or something. Real, Real Sociedad or something. He, he, he won't go to. He, he won't go to Italy because there's not enough fans there. Plus, they're fucking racist. So, yeah. so, so he won't go there. Well, they do a mean pasta, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, what, where's where does Magnum orange and fries? Is that Jamaica? Magnum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's is it, is it Jamaica, but it's actually made in like um Northumberland or something. Yeah, man, they changed that course, bro. They changed it. They changed it. That, that original one, that's proper. This, this, this stepped on one, but that's the that's the thing that it, it is causing Sassandra to be slow. That that real one. <laughs> They like you energy still. Like energy. The the post, get, yeah, yeah. You need, need to get a new dealer, man. It's yeah, supposed man. to give you, <laughs> to give you energy still. So, boy, decisions <laughs> need to be made. Um, lads, listen. The performance on Saturday was poor. Um, and we've got a busy week. Um, I want predictions for both games before we go. So, I'll start with you, Michael. Prediction for the Leicester game. Prediction for the Arsenal game. 
score draw Leicester, uh, Arsenal. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to go score draw again. Cool. Uh, Roddy, prediction for Leicester, prediction for Arsenal? Uh, I'll go 2 1 Leicester. Hmm? 2 1 Leicester. And then the Arsenal game. Gosh, man. What do I do? What do I do? Do I double no, down? No, the thing is, you want to say an L, but you can't say an L. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard life you live, man. Yeah, I just, I was just about to say, do I double down on my hate or do I just? <laughs> I go with what I think is actually gonna happen. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, fuck it. I can't. I can't do it. I'm gonna go three-one United. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? How about you, Elijah? Um, I think we'll beat Leicester, and I think we'll draw versus Arsenal. Cool, not not a bad pred- uh, prediction. I think we will beat Leicester, and I think that we will draw with Arsenal as well. Yeah, I think uh, current shape would probably set up better for the bigger games. Um, I think that's where you can see players like Rashford have a bit more space. Could really use get that running going. Uh, Sancho probably got bare friends who support Arsenal. There. Hey, bro, if you don't bang against us, you've got, to do, <laughs> you've got to do a 16 in front of Kennington Station. So, probably make him play a bit better. Uh, and then you've got Anthony should be here by then, yeah? Maybe. Yeah, apparently, if he works him by Wednesday, he can play against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, Casemiro should hopefully be at least ready for 60 minutes by then. Um, so, we go from there, lads. Um Pleasure for those of you going to the carnival. You won't, you won't be named and shamed. Um, enjoy you yourself. For those of you, <laughs> Elijah wanted it to be categorically clear to the honeys that are listening that he is at home today. That's what he wanted. To say. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking nasty. You're fucking nasty. What ambiguity? So when the when Mariah or the host or whatever said the guy's going carnival. He was talking about you. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Obviously, Michael's in Edinburgh, hence the dodgy internet. Um, so he can't. <laughs> oh, he you know, he is a hotel in somewhere in the area. Yeah, he's actually rented an Airbnb in Notting Hill. He can step yeah. into the carnival, and the reason his internet is dodgy is because they were jumping on the phone line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they broke it the same way they broke that bus stop yesterday. So, why didn't like, you see that girl's neck? Bro, yeah, no, I saw that. That's insane, man. If that she's not, insane. if she's not dead or in a wheelchair, mate, she's lucky. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. I wish the best of her, her family, everybody's out there today. Stay safe. The people who are listening this, to this tomorrow, Tuesday morning, after I've been to Nottingham Hill Carnival, let us know how it went. But lads, a pleasure. We we go again. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Easy. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford. Takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Squad might bang over. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Trying to get in again. He's 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 in
isolated. Skirtle here. Oh, yes! Welcome to Manchester United, Anthony Martial! I'll be for backstage till the bar's done. Slap one, snap two, that's your dance done. Like Rashford, I'm a fast one. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.